Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. question you can't answer you just simply say you know I, I don't know but I know him and he can answer all your questions you don't have to know all the answers you know the one who does and your job is not to fix their problems it's not to even answer all of their questions your job is to introduce them to him and he will change them he will fix them he will answer their questions he will teach them he will lead them he will do everything that he never intended for you to do to begin with. He put you there to introduce them to him. Who has God placed within your life that is seeking the Lord? In today's message from Pastor Robert, he teaches us that sometimes we shy away from sharing our faith because we are afraid of the questions we might get. God doesn't require that we know all the answers. He simply cares that we introduce others to him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now turn to chapter 5 of 1 Peter, and let's join Pastor Robert with part 2 of today's message. It used to trouble me, you know, as a young pastor, it would freak me out. Somebody would ask me, you know, where's that pastor? Where's that verse that says that? And I'm like, and this was before iPads, right? I'd be like, come with me. I remember t- I took so many people to my office to the computer so I could look at, because do you understand? I don't have the whole Bible memorized. I'm not a Bible scholar. And it used to really bother me back then, you know, when somebody would ask me a question that would blindside me. Now I've been doing this for 29 years, ministry. I've been a pastor, you know, for, for what, 23 years. It doesn't bother me anymore because I realize I'm never going to know the whole Bible from cover to cover. I work hard at it and I still, it's just, it's not going to happen. Now, maybe if I were a little more intelligent, but he didn't make me that way. It's his fault. You see what I'm saying? It's on him. It's not on me. He could have given me the brain power to memorize the entire Bible, but he didn't. So I blame it on him. And you can too. When somebody asks you a question you can't answer, you just simply say, you know, I I don't know, but I know him. And he can answer all your questions. You don't have to know all the answers. You know the one who does. And your job is not to fix their problems. It's not to even answer all of their questions. Your job is to introduce them to him. And he will change them. He will fix them. He will answer their questions. He will teach them. He will lead them. He will do everything that he never intended for you to do to begin with. He put you there to introduce them to him. You see that? That's all. To just, just be his representative. We had, listen, I told you I was going to tell you a little bit more about our trip. This was the most interesting trip to Denmark I've ever taken. We've been going now, you know, my wife is, is from there and she's here as a missionary. It's easy to forget that, but that's the reality. And 23 years ago, 24 years ago, we went there for the first time. 23 years ago, we went for the first time together. And that's the last time we were there alone together. After that, we, you know, always with the kids and everything. And 
And I knew this trip was going to be different pretty quickly because when we were leaving the house, we didn't have a ride to the airport, so we, we called Uber, right? And, and the guy comes and he picks us up and, and just almost immediately, when we get the luggage in the car, we're getting in the car, this guy realizes that I'm a pastor. And he says to me, you're a pastor? Man, I really need a pastor. <laughs> and he was serious, you know, he wasn't take, it wasn't a, you know, a joke, he was, he was serious, and of course, my wife, being who she is, she jumped all over that. She started asking questions, and you know, we prayed for Eric on the way to the airport. Then we, you know, we booked our flights using points, and you know, went through Paris. And I realized, gosh, you know, it's a shame. I've been through that airport a couple of times, but I've never seen the city. Elizabeth hasn't seen the city. What, you know, I mean, would it, would it be possible to extend that layover from like three hours to? you know, maybe 18, 24 hours, you know, actually be able to see Paris, have dinner at least. And yeah, that's no problem. So we did that. And we arrived the same day with 140 presidents and prime ministers and dignitaries from around the world. It was the same day. You know, we didn't realize that, didn't plan it. And so a lot of things were closed in, in um, streets and, and cops everywhere and military everywhere. And, and we were staying right by the airport, but we, we were able to take the metro into the city find a place to have dinner because we had a reservation, but then the restaurant decided not to open that night. They closed because of all the chaos. So we had to find someplace else. And we're walking around. We went to this little, found this little cafe that was right across from a metro station. That's nice and convenient. So we have dinner and we asked the waiter, how do we get, if we take this, take the metro from here, you know, how do we get back to the airport? And he's like, I, I don't know. I don't live in Paris. So he goes and gets his manager, and the manager comes out, and, you know, she's a 40-something, whatever, and, and she was clearly embarrassed because she didn't know either. And she said, the thing is, some of the lines, because of this climate thing, climate conference, some of the metro lines are closed, and, I'm, and I, I wouldn't want to mislead you and have you, I just am not sure. So I said to Elizabeth, you know what, let's just hail a taxi, bite the bullet, pay a cab, go back to the, you know, to the hotel. So we did. Get into the taxi cab, you know what, the cab driver says, you're a pastor. And no, it was interesting. You know, I mean, it was just, you know, engaging with him. Elizabeth asked him where he was from. He asked us where we're from. You know, what do you do? You know, this kind of, kind of thing. And, but he says, you know, I, I really need to find a church. I used to go to church all the time. So again, the time of ministry, you know, now do you understand? We were desperately looking for a vacation from ministry. <laughs> My point with that is we were not seeking opportunities to share. We were hiding as best we could. And God was just bringing, and it, it went on and on. I've got a, a, a card in my wallet from a guy we met in a, in a shop because I saw these little booties in the, in the window, you know, little baby shoes and the little Danish baby boots, you know, and I said, well, let's go in. So we went in and had a conversation with this guy, you know, and then a few days later, we managed to really offend our waitress in the place where we were staying. We stayed with Elizabeth's sister for most of the time. But, you know, we went to this um, castle is what it was. It was really cool. And it's a bed and breakfast kind of a situation, but we were the only ones there. It was the coolest, God, just a blessing from God. So we get there, and, and the very first night they're explaining to us, you know, breakfast will be at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, and I'm a really early riser. I said, well... Might it be possible to get a cup of coffee before eight o'clock, a little, little earlier? And you know, the, uh, the young waitress smiled and said, well, how early? 
just 7.30, just at 7, yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. I'll notify because I won't be here tomorrow morning. I'll let them know. So, okay, great. So I overslept. Never, ever do I do that. You understand? I overslept. We get there 10 minutes after 8. And this waitress, this German waitress is standing there and she's like, did I misunderstand something? You know, she was not happy. She came into work a half hour early. She had breakfast all laid out. Yeah, the whole deal. I was so embarrassed. You know, we're like humiliated and like, oh, Lord, please. Now, here's why this is important. We're praying, God, help us to make it up to this lady somehow. And looking, you know, and, and so an hour later, I went off, went for a long walk. Elizabeth's in one of the sitting rooms having coffee. And the waitress, you know, she comes. And, and they, they're like, they become best friends. You know, within about 15 minutes, they're connected and they're sharing stories and all of this. So the day before we are to check out and leave, she's our waitress. She comes to us and she says, you know, I, I'm off tomorrow. I, I won't see you. I won't be here, but it's been a pleasure. Da, da, da. And so I handed her one of our little true life cards. You know the one I'm talking about? We've got the ones in the back that but it's got the website on there, and as long as the person can speak English anywhere in the world, they can log in and look at the videos and get answers to their questions, and there's like 140 videos. So I handed it to her. It's got that on one side. On the other side, it's got our church info and my name, and she looks at this card and starts to cry. And, and I'm thinking, okay, what just happened here, you know? And she's like, oh, I've got a card too, but I don't have any with me. And because I paint, you know, she starts, you know, all, all of this. And, and then she says, would you come to my house for tea? And then she's like, but don't, don't tell anybody I invited you. This is a lot, you know, not really kosher for me to invite a guest. To... So the next day we went to her house for tea. And she tells us the backstory. She said the night before I was on my knees crying out to God. I need a sign from you. I don't know what to do with my life. And then you hand me a card, and on there it says, Pastor. And that's why she began to cry. And she cried almost the whole time we were with her. And it was just, it, just watching God work. And understand, we, I mean, I tried. There's, there's one Calvary Chapel in all of Denmark. So, and I, I know the pastor. He's somebody I've known for several years, young, young guy. And so I, I reached out to him. Ironically, he was in New York. And, uh, but I, I reached out to him, and, and I said, you know, Daniel, do you... Do you know of a church anywhere in that area that, and he's like, no, I, I really don't. I really don't. Pastor Robert will have much more to teach us from the book of 1 Peter when you join us next time. But for now, you can learn more about the ministry of Main Thing Radio by visiting our website. At MainThingRadio.com, you'll be able to listen to even more messages from this book and others by clicking on Podcast. And be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a new edition. You can also connect with us on social media. Come follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts and stay up to date with everything that's happening at Main Thing Radio and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Find links to our accounts at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. Before we go, we'd like to ask you to pray for us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you lift us up to the Lord and ask Him to continue moving through our ministry? Pray that we'd keep our eyes focused on Him and that we'd share only the words He's given us. Pray too that our listeners would hear from Him each time they tune in. We want to reach the community and the world for Christ. 
And we can only do that through the support of our brothers and sisters in Christ. Thanks for praying for us. We appreciate your partnership in this area. With that, our time with you has come to an end. There's so much more to learn from the pages of 1 Peter, however, so we hope you'll make it a point to join us again. Tune in next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.